you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you are joining me today. I've got some great content to share for you, another fiery interview. And today I am sharing a LinkedIn Live interview I did a while back with my friend Rich Cardona. Rich is a personal branding and video strategist. He is a podcast host. He is a military veteran, and he is an expert on building your personal brand through video, especially on LinkedIn and in the corporate world. And uh, Rich is someone who I got connected with through friends, had been following him on LinkedIn. We've got similar mentors and interests. And uh, I was excited to talk to him about his perspective on how and why to build your personal and professional brand, especially using video on LinkedIn and other places. So if this is something that you've been interested in doing, uh, you know, I published recently my interview with Kate Ladon about building your personal brand on LinkedIn. If you're interested in taking it to the next level, maybe thinking about doing a video here and there, I know I need to get better at that. Uh, then check out this interview. It's going to be really helpful. Also, if you want more tips on how and why and where and when to build your personal brand, I wrote a whole chapter about it in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. I know many of you have read it already. Um, as I'm recording this, we have over 160 positive reviews on Amazon. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you have not yet bought the book and read the book, please go out and get the book. Read it. Let me know what you think. Leave an honest review on Amazon and get the free resources that are available as well. Just go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. That's ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. Uh, we have several free resources there, including the five steps to owning your career, the three questions to ask whenever you face any challenge, and the top five most common career mistakes. Just go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. And I look forward to talking to you soon. And now here is my live interview that I did with Rich Cardona uh, sometime last year in 2020. Enjoy. We are live with Rich Cardona, the video strategist, to talk about career development and especially building a professional brand, which is something that I am really excited, passionate about. I talked to a lot of people about, um, I wrote about it in the book that I'm writing right now, the importance of it. I think it's something that we hear about a lot these days in the entrepreneurial community, not as much in the corporate you know, arena, and yet something I think more people should be thinking about. So, uh, Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, you guys did not see all the nonsense that I had to do to get on this. I, I I did not look like someone who's into video, but you let me down easy. Oh, you <laughs> came on. You know, we're here. He was Rich was buttoning buttons at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, I was shirt. I was like, "Is this shirtless?" Oh, never mind. And then I put on. The, the shirt. I mean, the thing is, like, this doesn't bother me because I am uh, much more of a live in the moment kind of like last minute kind of what are we what are we talking about kind of guy. So yep. it works for me. Other people need preparation and stuff. I don't no, know. no prep. No, we didn't talk. We didn't talk before this. This is perfect. This is how well, I love it. Well, we yeah, we didn't prepare at all. But that's some guests I have on my podcast and show. That have never really done many of these are like, okay, what questions are you going to ask? Yeah. Like, how, they need everything ahead of time. I've I've seen your stuff. I've been following you on LinkedIn for a while. I know that you you're somebody who can pop on a video and have a conversation about anything. But yeah. let's 
let's try to focus it for a second and just start with you. You and I have never really talked before right now, this moment. We so. have not. We have a lot so. of mutual friends, a lot of people we both look up to. Uh, and that's always a good sign. You know, when when people make LinkedIn connections and they're unsure, one good giveaway for me is how many mutual connections do we have? That's That's always a very positive sign. Uh, and then obviously I've seen your content. I love that you're doing this. So I was flattered when you asked me and I'm like, cool, we'll, we'll get to know each other on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way to go. And uh, yeah, I saw you've been doing some videos, a bunch of video stuff. Uh, yeah. We do have a lot of uh, connections and and mentors and heroes in common. I think we've both been on the the podcast. Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adam Posner. Yeah. Um, so tell me about you or tell everybody about you. Who are you? What do you do? Why are you yeah. here? Absolutely. So, uh, Rich Cardone, I'm a retired Marine right there, 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 uh, retired Marine. After that, uh, got an MBA, went to work for a logistics company that delivers you all the things that you need right now. Uh, that I didn't love that so much for a couple of years and decided to, uh, start my own business. But that was only after living with my in-laws for six months uh, to kind of determine what direction I wanted to go and what curiosities I wanted to follow. And it ultimately led, led me to um, one of our favorite people, Claude Silver. And I began asking her if I can shed some more light on her brand because I love her brand. I love what she's about. And yeah. I had seen one video of her on YouTube and a couple of articles here and there. But I was like, she's too special yep. to to be not hidden, but not overtly just out there. So I asked her if I could experiment and video her, interview her, make content for her. And she's just like, I trust you. And I was like, okay. In my head, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but let's do this. And yeah. she literally uh, was my test subject, my first client, so to speak, ever. And it just opened up everything. Wow, that's amazing. Of course, Claude Silver is the chief heart officer at Vayner Media, the huge digital meeting media company that uh, Gary V runs. I say huge. I think they have about a thousand employees. So yeah. huge to you and me, but I also work with large corporations that have fifty thousand employees. So exactly everything everything's relative. How did you come across Claude in the first place? Uh, I I wrote her I wrote her after I discovered Gary V. I wanted I am really weird like that when I find someone like him who is just kind of, and you know, if anyone knows Gary V, when you discover him, the first time you discovered him, he might not have been like, uh, you know, your appetite. And, and, yeah, that, was me. That, right. and that was me. Right. I'm like, I want to see who, who, who does he work with and around? Yeah. And when I came across her profile and read, read some of the things about her, I just sent her probably like the longest LinkedIn message like of all time. And and it was basically like my life story. I don't know why I did it. I just wrote her all this stuff. And she goes, you sound cool. We should be friends. That was her <laughs> response. It's like, you know, writing a novel awesome. to someone. And she wrote back two sentences. We started having calls, uh, you know, probably once a month whenever she could squeeze them in. And she was like an informal mentor to me, especially during a time of trial and tribulation for me when I was working for a gigantic company and I was completely unhappy. And she, if there's any one takeaway I could tell you, everybody yeah. who might have been in that situation, you know, before this, after this, during this uh, pandemic is she said, you're always in the driver's seat. You just don't realize it. And and she was so right. I didn't realize it till I pulled the trigger and just decided to leave. But uh, that was how we met right on LinkedIn. Uh, and, and I just sent her a DM. And I've used that strategy for everyone I've interviewed ever. 
and it works. Just sending the just sending the the message, be you know, being effusive and and asking for it. <laughs> yes, politely, I uh, politely persistent is, is what I like to call it. Uh, you know, when they don't respond, uh, but yep. you know, there's there's multiple channels you can you can go after and they'll respond. It just got to be a little bit creative in in how you attract their attention. And that's so important, right there, in building a network, finding a mentor. Um, politely persistent, patiently persistent. I've heard it referred to, uh, mm -hmm. and it's it's critical, right, to get in front of the right people. And they're all there on LinkedIn, on social media. You can get in touch with almost anybody. Yeah. Um, it may take two or three, or the you know messages or the right kind of message um, to get to them. But yep. uh, and and I uh, discovered Claude. I was already following Gary V, I think, but I didn't know about her and someone else on LinkedIn. You know, I host a podcast about talent development. Yep. And uh, that's my main business. Someone else randomly messaged me. He was like, you really need to have Claude on your podcast. Yes. I'm like, who is this? Yep. And so I connected with her and I invited her on the podcast. She said, yes. I sent her a Calendly link and we booked it, you know, to do it on Zoom. And then I just had this feeling. I'm like, I need to meet her in person. So I just said, hey, I'll come to New York. Will you let me interview you in person? And she said, yes. Everyone video. Yep. And uh, so I had this trip planned and then I got sick and I had to cancel it. I felt so bad. But then I ended up having another um, a speaking engagement up in New York. Nice. And it just worked out. She was available. And so I went there for the client engagement and then I went into the, the uh, Vayner Media office, interviewed her in person. It was just phenomenal. I know you've been up there. I remember seeing your video when you were there last time. Yeah. And uh, I just, I mean, she is absolutely a phenomenal human being, just so caring, so loving. And then right after that, I met Adam Posner at the LinkedIn conference and oh, I've nice. stayed in touch with both. Um, just, yeah, amazing how all this stuff comes together when you're willing well, to go out there and talk to people. Let me take it a step further. So I want to explain how I discovered branding to be why I do what I do. And that is... Yeah. I went to a panel with her. She, We got in a cab. It was pouring rain. Got in a cab. And we're like, where is this thing? And it was so far away. And it was just pouring. So we're stop starting, uh, you know, stop and go traffic in New York City. I have a camera on her just like this. And I started asking her very loaded questions. You know, what is it like working with so many millennials and you yeah. being older, you know, just stupid questions. I had no idea what I was doing. So ask her these questions and Claude answers perfectly. So we go to this panel, get a little bit of behind the scenes and we're on the way back. And I was like, all weird about it. I was like, can I share a cab back with you? She's like, of course. So we sit in the cab. We're not talking. She's looking this way. I'm looking that way. We're just looking at New York City. It stopped raining. We're just driving. And out of nowhere, I've told this story many times, but she said, how was combat for you? Like out of nowhere. And you know her, you know, yeah. there's no bad intent. Right. And I feel like I had been spring loaded to answer that question for I have no idea how long. Huh. And I just started talking and talking and talking. And here I am, the person supposed to be filming her talking about me. And that was really weird. And what it led to was, you know, this just exchange of, of very personal things for her as well. And I said, I swear to you, when we got back to Vayner, I was just like, it was a light bulb moment. Like they do exist. And that light bulb moment was, you know, she, I was attracted to her for many reasons, but this is what I want to do is get the behind the scenes of some of these executives who have enormous responsibilities, who are in the C-suite, but 
the behind and and the reason I say that is because she goes, "Why weren't you recording that?" And I was like, mm. "What?" I, I was like, "I could have been." So that's that is the basis and and the fundamentals of my business, which is highlighting executives and leaders within companies because they are far more interesting than the company themselves. That's just the way it is. You cannot convince me otherwise because I've done it now for multiple multiple personal brands and people want someone to resonate with. And if you bring yourself down from this perceived level of importance and, and, and just, um, kind of, you know, whatever people perceive you as, and you come down to this level and we're all on the same level and we're all, we're all on the yeah. same playing field. That's all people want. It is literally just human connection. So that yeah. is why I do what I do. I love that. It's it's so important. I'm all about that too. So let's get into that. First of all, for anybody who is watching live or listening live, um, be sure to to comment in the chat there where you're you're watching from and let us know if you have any questions, especially about building a professional brand. Um, I have been studying this idea of build, building a personal brand for over two and, and a half years now as I've been building my business as an entrepreneur. And I'm just sometimes obsessed with it. Yep. And like I said earlier, there's a lot of people out there talking about how to do it as an entrepreneur, creating content and podcasts and all this stuff. Not as much in the corporate space. A lot of people in the corporate space believe, hey, if I just do my work, like I should be fine. Why should people be thinking about this idea of building a professional brand? Because I just had Dory Clark on and she says, every job feels safe and secure until you are no longer safe and secure. It is it is very tangible that you can be needed one day and not the next. And if this is right now is not any indication of that, then then what will be? Yeah. Uh, it it turnover is too high in, in your traditional companies. Uh, and and let me give you a military example. I had a different CEO every year and a half. You know, you get you mm. you to adjust to different types of leaders on on that frequently is 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 teaches you so much. That being said, you know, wherever you are in a traditional corporate role, whatever it may be, you have to ask yourself, does this just feel safe to me? And that is why I continue to push forward. Are you climbing the corporate ladder that you're actually not interested in climbing? Are you really in the kind of uh, segment of that business that you are supposed to be in? But more importantly, does my brand make me marketable outside of this? And I always, and I, and you know, a lot of people always say, I've been getting this question a lot. This is legitimately a question I've gotten numerous times. Yeah. That is, I don't want my company to think, you know, I'm trying to get out or, or whatever it may be. And sure. I said, LinkedIn is not that anymore. LinkedIn yeah. is truly a place for people to connect and to network and to get to know each other. If right. you are in a company, if I'm Rich Cardona and I'm at UPS and I am in a corporate role there, I should be sharing my expertise of that industry and at least helping people understand more about it, demonstrating yep. that I'm an industry expert. And if anything, that shows that UPS, if I know what I'm talking about, makes great hiring decisions. Yeah. Period. So right. your personal brand is forever as long as you don't make an enormous mistake and many people could come back from mistakes you know whether they're professional or personal mistakes but your brand doesn't go away your job could end tomorrow and if you have right. a portfolio of content if you have live streams like this if you engage with people and you show that you're personable and you show that you're curious and you show that you're humble and you could learn from others that is a fantastic signal 
to the people that are looking for the same. Yeah, absolutely. And I've talked about this as well. I agree with you 100%. You never know what's coming on coming down the line, right? Your company may let you go or you may just decide that you're not that happy with your job anymore. You want to make a change. And I've asked recruiters like, hey, you know, when you go look at somebody to potentially bring them on or recruit them for a job, I know you look at their LinkedIn profile to see what kind of jobs they've had. Do you look at content they put out there? Exactly. And they say, oh, yeah, absolutely. We see what they've been putting out there, right? What kind of, of brand they've built. I think it's so important to think about that future career change, what might happen, and also building your brand even internally for career changes inside of a company. It doesn't have to be externally. It's it's literally the intangible. Uh, I mean, if if you and I are working at the same place and I have a presence where I'm actually give, bringing value to more people than internally and those immediately around me, that's a great signal. That's a great signal in my opinion. And, and I agree with you. It's It's a differentiator. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, this is interesting. About an hour ago, I was on the phone with a friend of mine who's uh, building her own brand. She's about to come out with a book. She's a few months ahead of me. Nice. And uh, I was asking her about something I could be building. And she was talking about this idea of building a personal brand. And she said, out of all the people I know from the consulting company where I used to work and where I am now, she goes, you know, we're talking dozens of people. I don't know anybody who's doing this. Like you are actually putting stuff out there, putting content out there. You're right. And I said, you're right. Nobody else is really doing this. And it's a way to stand out and let people know who you are and what you stand for and the kind of person you would be probably to work with. Right. And especially effective in sales. Let me ask you this. So I always like to ask questions when I'm, when I'm live. with <laughs> I, someone. I love to do this, but when you started actually investing time in your personal brand yeah was the ease and the nerves and the ideas was the growth exponential or was it long and hard and crazy uh i don't know how to answer that you know i think it's been i, I think it's been a slow growth mm -hmm. but i kind of see what you're getting to and you know when i started putting content out there I was nervous about every single one, right? They were just so afraid. And what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Comparing myself to other people all the time, looking at what they're doing. Um, but just learning and practicing over the last two plus years, now I don't think twice about putting something. I mean, I've noticed substantial growth from you and you've appeared in my newsfeed so much over the last few months. And hmm. I'm just like, okay, this guy is on it. Uh, so flattering. Yeah. So here's, here's why I asked that is because the same reasons you mentioned, a lot of other people are in the same category. I don't know how I'm going to look on video. I don't know if what I'm going to say right. uh, is relevant, uh, which I got a tip for that. But yeah. uh, you know, there's there's so many intangibles. Does the camera look right? Am I going to sound funny? Do I need captions? Uh, should I write copy? Is this headline okay? Mm -hmm. You know, which 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 lens on this camera should I use? Is a phone too too basic? Yeah. There's so many variables. But I think the number one thing is people don't want to seem indulgent. And I don't think that's what this is. Right. And I think if you can get past that aspect of exploring and cultivating your personal brand, which by the way, it already exists. You don't have to work on it. It's just right. who you are. It's right. just exactly who you are. Are you just right. ready to put it out there? Right. But once you are over feeling arrogant, indulgent, narcissistic, and being perceived as such, you are doing the people on these platforms a favor because you are sharing some of yourselves with them. And if you don't think 
there's one person a day who could learn from something you put out there, then you're wrong. And if you desire to build a network and to provide value, and I know that's such a buzzword, but provide value, then you're going to be fine. And and all those things are just going to kind of fall by the wayside. And you're going to realize you are going to make a lot of good friends and a lot of good connections. Absolutely. Okay. So I want to go back to something you said and ask the question, how do you get past the initial fear to try to start putting stuff out there or to build your brand? And then the follow-up question to that is, how do you know if that content is relevant, which you said you'd come back to? Yeah. I, I The fear of actually putting out content, I, I really like this trick. And I've told a couple of my clients this. If if I go on LinkedIn, if I go on any platform and I make a video or I go live or whatever it may be, we all have this funny part of our imagination that thinks we're talking to thousands of people. And that's absolutely untrue. Okay. That's just, sorry. Like even, you know, Gary Vee, for example, like I was watching his Facebook live this morning, 5,000 people. He has something like he has millions of followers. Like that is a fraction of the people who follow him. So yeah. what you can do... By the way, there are five people watching this live feed right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy. So, so what I say to people is just imagine you're talking to one person. You can do... Imagine one of two things. Someone you've already helped who could really use a reminder of how you helped them and the tips and tactics that you gave them to overcome it. Or the ideal client that you want to help by identifying with their pain, giving them an actionable solution, providing them value in some way, shape, or form. Just one person. It could be Steve. It could be Sally. It could be whoever it is. If you think about it like that, you will come across so much more and your message will come out a lot clearer. When you think you're talking to thousands of people um, or hundreds of people, it's just not that way. The yeah. second part that uh, to what you asked is, how do you know what you're talking about is relevant? Andy, you, me, we've all done it. We just talk to people on these platforms. We just say whatever the hell we want to say because I think it's important. Yep. If you really, really want to make sure what you're talking about is relevant, uh, you could go to any news site. You could go to Quora and go type in questions related to your industry. Uh, you could go to answer the public or ask the public. I haven't even used that forever. I think answer the public, uh, which is going to kind of talk about your industry and talk about all the questions that are being asked. You could go to anyone's. You could go again, a guy like Gary Vee. What are people talking about in his comments? Because that's yeah. content. Whatever people are asking some of these influencers, that doesn't mean that that influencer is going to be able to get back to them. If you could answer some of those questions, right. then that puts you on the positive side because you're already discussing something that is circulating. Otherwise, what you're doing, and I always like to use this metaphor, like not metaphor, but uh, phrase is research before you record. And trust me, I don't practice what I preach all the time, but if you research what you record, and, and I was working on, on a list of such topics I plan on making videos for today. If you research before you record, I think the brand, it will resonate a lot more. And your fear of it being irrelevant will probably dissipate equally. Mm, I like that advice. And <laughs> I've heard, you know, I follow Gary and I've heard him say many times that all of his stuff comes from just watching the comments on his feed and other feeds. It's all he does is watch the comments. And he says he can always predict the future and knows what, where everything is going. He just watches the comments. For sure. For sure. So we got a great comment from Jimmy Rose, who's watching, who said your brand already exists, whether you're working on it or not. Uh, like just about everything, intention is the key. 
Are you intentionally working on your brand and directing it or are you allowing it to be built solely from others' perception? Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, I think it was a, a question statement, but in, intentionally working on your brand and directing it is, is, I think, the place you want to be. You you shouldn't have to finesse it too much, in my opinion. But what you should do is, is pay attention to the North Star, so to speak. You talk about talent. I talk about branding or video. Mm-hmm. You know, am, am I straying too far from that? No. You know, I, I mean, it, it, when you get to that point, then you're probably not cultivating it the right way. If you are basing it off other people's perceptions, then you're probably just going to end up in these little rabbit holes that are just... That's when you're irrelevant, when you are, you know, just contemplating perceptions and, and just making up content. Never, yeah. ass- and, and look, never talk about anything you're not an expert in. That's why there's live shows like this, you know? Uh, so I could have yeah. you on if I want to talk about talent and vice versa. So right. yeah. I, I think that's that's a really good aspect of the brand is, is to talk to people who know more than you because you learn and everyone else learns too. Well, that's one of the cool things you can do. And and to add to that comment too, I think your brand is made up of other people's perceptions, right? It's just a matter of whether you're intentional in directing that, creating those perceptions or just letting them create it. Um, But I've done something that I've watched a lot of other people do really well too, uh, which is create my brand and, uh, you know, perceived expertise by interviewing a lot of other experts and just by association, Mm -hmm. oh, he must know some things. Because he's always around talking to these other people. He must know something about video and branding and 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 building a professional brand because he's hanging out with Rich Cardona, at least you know on video. Yeah. And uh, you get that kind of aura for people. You get that association, and you also get to learn from people. That's why I have two podcasts and interview lots of different people and started this show because I just get to interview interesting people and learn from them. It's attractive because it's just sh- here's what it really is. I don't know if you expect your podcast to ever monetize. Um, enhance a brand. Sorry, I'm seeing this question as well. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll save it for a second. But okay. it just shows that you're trying to level up. It shows that you're not comfortable sitting still. It shows that you have high aspirations. And for similar-minded people, that's very attractive. It's very attractive to see someone going after it, going after answers, going after knowledge, going after expertise. And and I think that's why um, we enjoy the things that we do. Absolutely. So this question came in from my friend uh, Aaron Hunt up in the Pittsburgh area, who is, a, uh, I believe, a photographer to help entrepreneurs build their personal brand. Uh, And he asked, what can people do right now to enhance their brand to come out of this COVID-19 pandemic stronger in their careers? There's two two ways to answer that. If if you don't have a brand, I, I I'm really so tired of this phrase, but it's true. The time is now. <laughs> the time yeah. is now. Everyone fill in the blank, everybody. The right. time is now. But for a personal brand, it's true because right now, one of my uh, taglines is it's not who you know, it's who knows you. You want people to know you. And I, I said to Andy right before we started recording, uh, you know, our company has been having a lot of activity because people want to make sure that they're known. People want to make sure that the people the company are known as well. And that is an attractive piece of the business. So if you've been sleeping on that for however long, now is the time to start. Now, Aaron, I think what you're asking is how can they enhance their existing brand? I really do think this is a period where everyone has the 
propensity to go internal, meaning you're thinking about how am I going to escape this? How am I going to survive this? I think if you look outward and look, let me give you a very good military analogy. When you do log PT, one of my clients talks about log PT uh, when he went to ranger school and it's just absolutely it's just awful exercises, a bunch of people carrying a log. Maybe you're holding it over your head and and everyone's got their heads down and he looks up and he sees one other person with their head up and they just kind of nodded at each other like, okay. And it just kind of created a little bit of adrenaline and it just created a little bit of camaraderie like, okay, like someone else, like I'm helping him and he's helping me. If you are, if you look at it as going external and seeing what I could do for Andy, what I could do for Aaron, what I could do for whoever, whatever, uh, however hamstrung I am by resources or capabilities, that usually is going to solve a lot of problems. And I keep saying it on my little series, but everyone's behaviors are being studied right now. And everyone's going to remember how you acted during this time. So I'm not saying it's wrong to sell. I'm not saying it's wrong to market or anything like that. But the more you can be part of something that is going to serve Aaron, uh, I think is going to enhance your brand. And that will give you some very good, long lasting, uh, what, what I like to call, you know, digital trust, uh, you know, tr- trust, uh, in the marketplace and that marketplace for a lot of us is online. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, you know, there's, there's also a lot of debate out there about sell, don't sell during these times. And if you have great services, content, whatever, it's, I think it's more than fair to accept money in exchange for the value you're going to give people, right? There's nothing wrong with selling right now. Business is still going on, but what I'm hearing from you is put content out there that is, uh, addressing the concerns that people have and give them, you know, at least some answers, solutions, ideas for free. And if they want more, they can always come do business with you. And like, I just want to button that up and, and thank you, Aaron. I saw your, your comment. The last piece of that is there's, there's so many more people who want help than, than can provide it. And we know that because there are medical professionals like my sister who's working around the clock. Right. So if you're on the side that can help because you're stronger or you have more will or you have more desire or you want to be a part of the community, then, I mean, it's just a good place to be. And, you know, whether you served or didn't serve, like, this is exactly what I was built for. So I'm like, okay, yeah. what can I do for who? Step up into leadership. I like it. And as you're talking about military examples, it reminded me of a great content personal branding example. Have you, uh, have you read uh, Can't Hurt Me or Follow David Goggins? <laughs> I assume, right? Everybody knows. I've been I've been trying to interview David Goggins for a while now. Yeah, oh, that would be amazing. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna. I, happen. I don't know what he was doing before that book came out, but I assume like you know, really tough. Obviously, like Navy SEAL, Army Ranger, but relatively unknown to now because of that book and its success is probably known or perceived as being the baddest motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah. but for out there in yeah. the world, right? Yeah, the toughest guy in the world, pretty much because of that book. And then the stuff he puts on social media. Yeah, uh, it's funny. His his Instagram, the first time I heard about him after his podcast with Joe Rogan, someone mentioned him to me. I looked him up on Instagram. I'm like, I've never heard of this guy. And I was right. like, 397,000 followers. Yeah, who is this guy? And I'll, no, here's a, here's a funny part. Zero, following zero. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Brand, like that is brand, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not following anyone. I'm the right. leader. It was just like, it was perfect. And and that's the kind of stuff I never would have thought about before this. You know, now right. I look back and I'm like, wow, that is like unbelievably like congruent yeah. with his brand. But, but yeah. And not, and not putting out like these Gary V style commentary. He just shows up every now and running like in the middle of like a 20 mile run. He's like, hey, 
It's crazy. You better run harder today. I'm like, it's okay. crazy. It's crazy. Yes, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, we got to wrap things up, Rich. Yeah. For people listening, thinking, okay, this is um, this is interesting. I, I definitely want to think more about my own brand. Um, what's is there anything we didn't talk about, or one more thing you want to leave people with to think, okay, this is what they need to do to be thinking about that next step to build more of their brand. <sighs> I mean, there's there's so there's so many endless things, and I, and I don't want to give the most obvious advice, but it, it's 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 the most important, and that is just just start just start picking up a camera and talking about it. And and I want to give you an example. I was just on the phone with one of my clients. He's a franchise owner. He has 350 employees, part time employees. All his franchises are closed right now. He's completely hamstrung, and we had all this content we were going to do together. And I said, okay, let's get on a Zoom call and we'll talk about all your trials and tribulations. We'll talk about all, you know, the fact that you've been in a war room, so to speak, yep. every day for the yep. last however long. Let's talk about how your plans for growth are stunted, but you believe in the future they are going to come to fruition despite this. Let's talk about how you used to be a chiropractor and now you own a car wash franchise that's across the nation and how the challenges are different from both professions. Whatever it is, you have something interesting to talk about. And, and here's what I'll say uh, why you should record. We all have value to bring, especially if you're on LinkedIn. You came on a LinkedIn for a reason, not because you felt like you had to. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's everything else. Your value can only be realized if you're visible. Put, make yourself visible and just contribute to the conversation. And who cares if no one's paying attention? Uh, who cares if you don't get a comment in the beginning? Put out relevant content about what you're going through, about how you're dealing with situations, how you're overcoming, how you're having a bad day. It doesn't all need to be pretty. So look at it that way. Put content out. And once you start, just like for you and I think for me, it just becomes easier and, and you just become in tune with it. It just takes time. Okay, one more follow-up question. Yeah, yeah. I can feel this. I, I try to, you know, Gary Vee talks about empathy all the time. I yeah. when I do these interviews, I try to feel empathetically towards the audience. What are they thinking right now? And uh, you've talked a little bit about video and about just pick up the camera and start talking and figure it out. There's a lot of people that go, I cannot do video. Like I'm just not good on video. I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. uh, do you, there, are there alternative methods you recommend? Of course, of course. Look, I, I, I am not going to pretend to sit here and think everyone is 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 ready to be on video. Uh, I, I suggest video everyone because it's just it's three to five times visibility, and you want to be visible. If you don't want to start there, then just write. My COO hates being on video, and she wrote an unbelievable post the other night, uh, something that upset her, and it was just. There's no way you could avoid detecting how heartfelt it was. And it was amazing for her following, which is very small. It did so, so well. I'm like, see, Eliza, I'm like, this is the important stuff. Like you said what you had to say. You said it from a business perspective and you mentioned how you personally felt about it. So if you don't want to do a video and you don't want to just come across like, like I do sometimes, then you could absolutely start with just writing something, write something that people could consume. It's all content one way or another. Absolutely. I mix it up all the time. I've got the two podcasts. I do videos. I do uh, just text only posts, picture posts, you know, just always mixing it up to see what's working. And uh, shout out from Aaron Hunt and uh, see a nice comment from my good friend, Ben Kaloy, who is also yeah. a U.S. Marine uh, alum yeah. uh, watching as well, a veteran. So 
thank you so much, Rich. This is great. I assume anybody watching, listening, wants to get in touch with you, can connect with you on LinkedIn. I yes, heard please LinkedIn do. Platform. Please do. And uh, and look, uh, and I just want to say, Andy, really quick, uh, you know, we don't have like a ton of resources. That's why I'm doing the live shows, trying to just help people that way. Uh, yeah. But if you have questions about your personal brand, if you want like a LinkedIn profile, look over or anything like that, like we will do that. Obviously, pro bono. Uh, if you really uh, want to take advantage of this time to try and cultivate something you've been sitting on, we are here for you for sure. Awesome. Thank you, Rich. This has been awesome. All right. Thank you. Take care.